The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and Brett King. Thanks for coming along and welcome to episode number 37 of the Boys of Tech for Monday the 5th of October 2009. My name is Edwin Herman, my co-host Brett King, welcome along. Hello. Brett, what a week it's been, it's been full of earthquakes and floods. It has earthquakes and tsunamis <laughs> and don't forget the, um, what is it, the, the tornado. Yeah, well, yeah, the uh, in the Philippines they they've been flooded, yeah, because of the t- the tornadoes. Oh no, I'm talking about the the really strong winds in Auckland, which ripped off the um, roof oh, right. of oh. roof and first and top story of one of the houses on the North Shore. I think it was the North Shore. Didn't I didn't know about that. Oh. I've been looking at world news. You know, it's been well, it's kind of you know stolen the thunder, so to speak. Excuse the pun. <laughs> it has, it has. A couple of earthquakes, some mad flooding, a tsunami alert. Did you think this is 2012? sign? <laughs> nah. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Because it's another two years out. Yeah. Or just over yeah. two years out. I, I don't want to endure this for another two and a bit years. Uh, well, nothing's going to happen in 2012 anyway. No, I don't believe it will either. Nothing's it's going, going off of It's going off of inaccurate data. No follower of Mason American archaeology would ever buy into the 2012. Well, because that, they know that dates exist after 2012. The 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 Mayan calendar, the Mesoamerican calendar, is stretches on way past 2012. There are dates on it well into the future of that. But does that mean that anyone will be around? Surely it can still mean that we'll all be dead, but the world will still be around. So it might not be the end of the world. It might be the end of life. Well, no, no, because the cultures of uh, South America were, they celebrated the change of cycles because everything was cyclic in their calendars. And they celebrated the end of a cycle and the beginning of a new cycle. It was a time of celebration, not a time of fear. So I hope you're right. No, look, I <laughs> I think you're right. Look, I tell you what, there's only one way to find out, and that's to wait for 2012. We'll be Indeed. on to our, our 150th episode or something like that. So <laughs> 180th, maybe, something like that. Yep, something like that. Anyway, let's. <laughs> we'll, we'll be keep... there to report on the day before and the day after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the well, thing. You we'll can... be able to give the Americans a head up, heads up at least, because we'll get that date first. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll get that first. Being in New Zealand, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we'll have that. They'll have. We'll get there first, years. and they'll have. They'll have at least you know seventeen half a hours. Notice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can be useful. All right, let's kick off the show. Not a lot this week, really, but uh, let's talk about the stories that were there. The few that were there. Uh, mm. ICANN has now become independent. Yes. Well, it's set to become independent anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Independent from the, the, the US government's control or influence. Now, we talked about this some episodes ago about the pros and cons of having ICANN being sort of under the, the wing of the US government. Uh, you know, there are a lot of disadvantages that we talked about, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, risks and concerns. And I yep. guess, does that mean we can kind of say, well, those risks and concerns are now addressed because of this? 
Well, it depends on how independent they really become. It's yet to be seen what sort of, you know, structure and governance they're going to have and whether or not different parties will still be able to exist. A, while in, you know, it might be independent in name, but it might not be independent in governance. Yeah, I, I have actually wondered that. It, you know, it's one thing to put it on paper, but to put it into practice is, is another. And, you know, I do, I do wonder whether they'll still jump when the, when the US government says jump. Well, exactly. And doesn't the US government provide a lot of funding? Uh, some of the root service? Yeah, I, I think it does, actually. America, so it does US have government a, facilities? does have a vested interest. Hmm. Well, to not be too pessimistic, I guess it's a step in the right direction, at least anyway. And yes. it's, you know, we, we can't expect, you know, a international body to be formed overnight, but at least gaining independence from the US government is, is one step in the, in the right direction. Yep. Now, Free For All Music, these guys have a radical new view on how to s- sell music, basically. In simple terms, it's an ad-funded model. So the idea mm. is you watch an ad between 15 and 18 seconds in length, and you get to download an MP3. That's how it works. In simple terms, that's how it works. There are some restrictions, of course. They've taken some research based off of iTunes usage, you know, which says about the the average user downloads about 15 songs a month. And so that's what they're aiming for to begin with. It's not a free-for-all, download hundreds of songs all in the one day. It is a download 15 free songs per month, but it's still... It's still a start, and it's got possibilities. That's it the maximum, really though, isn't it? Because you, you do have to watch a video, well, a video ad for every track you download. Yes. So, so that's that's the maximum that you can, isn't it? It's it's yep. it's a small selection from the catalog that mm. that can be mm. done this way. So it's kind of radical, really. Yeah, it is. And, it for is. music, so, at least. For music. Yeah, you're not paying for the music. The the ad revenue. They they're hoping their ad revenue will be able to cover the, the licensing fees. Well, that, you see, that's going to be the, the big thing, isn't it? If, if, they can't, yeah. if they can't secure the advertisers and this doesn't work, there's not enough interest, it's, you know, the, the whole thing is going to disappear. Yep, yep. It, it does completely depend on whether or not they can get the sponsorship to, to, to do those ads and whether or not they can get enough of the music labels and indie labels uh, signed up so that, you know, it doesn't just house you know, a specific selection of songs that only caters to one particular music lover. They want to to really make it work. You've got to have something there for everybody. And it'll be interesting to see whether or not they can get the other music labels to sign up. They reckon they've got one of the, the big four. They Do they say who? No. No, they're tight-lipped on who it is. But they say they've got one of the big four to um, agree to it. I bet you it's Warner, Time Warner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only, I take it probably right there. I'm only saying that because Time Warner kind of went out on a limb uh, ahead of the rest with uh, YouTube and that kind of seemed you know, a little bit more forward thinking. So I thought, well, you know, it might be yeah. them. But who, who yep. really knows? The thing is, as you said, this is the big thing. If they, if they don't have the selection, if they don't have what you want, no matter how good their their model is, it's it's you know they have to have what people want. That's the the big thing. Oh, precisely. Uh, but you know, from a consumer point of view, if they do have the a track that you really want, I mean, isn't that a good deal? What it's a, it's a brilliant deal. Fifteen seconds of your life for three and a half minutes that you can play over and over again. Yep. 
I, I think it's great. I'm, I think it's a great idea. It's it, it somebody was, thinking somebody thinking of a new model for music sale. It's, it's what um, the the music company should be thinking of. Of course, the model has been you know proposed before, and in fact used before. Yeah. Uh, I think for uh, tele- telephony, I think it mm. exists. You can. Uh, there are some people doing that where you can listen to some ads uh, during your phone call and the phone call's free. But uh, for music, this this is kind of a first. And look, it's, the thing is, you know, this could take me away from iTunes. If, if if there's a track that I really want, I think I will check these guys out. And uh, if they have it, I'll I'll definitely watch that ad and, and have, have the music for free. Yeah. But as I say, the risk is if they don't have the catalogue, I'm not going to keep looking. I'm, you know... I don't download a lot, but when I do, I don't want to have to keep checking first. One site and then another site and then another site to find the one you want. Exactly. You you want to be able to look in one place. If it's not there, you'll fall back to what you know. Exactly. So let's hope they can pull this off because I think this is great. I think it's brilliant too. All right. The other piece of technology that was in the news is the wireless pedometer that was unveiled last year's TechCrunch 50 show. It is now actually available for $99. Yes, indeed it is. I've seen a little screenshot actually of of what what you can see when you see all your data gets you know, uploaded wirelessly to the cloud. This is the the beauty of this thing. You don't actually need to interact with it. You just put it on, and it takes care of everything for you. And it's it's quite a nice little uh, console that you can have a look at your your stats, uh, how many steps you've taken, how far you've travelled, and how far off your target of ten thousand steps a day you are. Hmm. It's a nice little use of wireless technology to just, you know, it's a zero-touch system, really. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the system itself. It's just a little little clip that you can stick in a pocket or clip onto a belt. And the device itself has a, a little screen, a little OLED display, and only one button. Yeah, I like that. That you, that you can use to cycle through its features, turn it on and off. One button, eh? How very Apple. How very Apple, yes. <laughs> and there's quite a good deal of technology in there. It's got a three-dimensional motion sensor to do all of the, the, the tracking. It's quite a neat little piece of technology there. It does have competition, though. It's not the first. It's not the first to do this. But it's the, the first sort of simple automated wireless device where everything's just built into this one little device. It's, it's really slim, isn't it? This thing it, is so tiny. It is. It's like a money clip. That's what I like. A little about thicker it. than mm. a money clip, and that's it. You stick it on wherever you want. And one of the cool things I thought about it is that you can put it into sleep mode, and it will track how you know how good your sleep is. Oh, that's good. I need one of those. I yeah. really need one of those. <laughs> It'll tell you how many times you've had to get up, how many, how active you were while you were asleep. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Mm. All right. The, the other story I added at the last minute was IBM is going to launch a cloud-based email service. So welcome, IBM. Really? Mm, they're launching IBM Lotus Live iNotes, which is a bit of a mouthful. That is a bit of a mouthful. They really don't want to let that thing die, do they? <laughs> Go Lotus. Go Lotus. <laughs> the, the, charging, the service comes with one gigabyte of storage, and that will cost... 375 US per month per user. Interesting. So what are they hoping who's their market because well Gmail's free well, this and has is the way thing. more than a gig. I I haven't worked that out. What's their angle? Yeah, look, I haven't worked that out. I I don't know, but 
Because, yeah, you're right. I mean, Google's free and I think the, well, the, the Microsoft stuff is free, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's not quite sure, but they reckon they can charge for theirs because they're IBM. Of course. There are some Lotus Note fanboys out there that, abs- that these real diehard fans that, that really are singing its praises. They say that, this, that Lotus Notes is actually really good. That's it. In fact, I challenged someone the other day, last week, in fact, it was. I challenged someone because they, they were telling me how much better it was than Exchange. And, and mm-hmm. I said to them, well, what's so great about it? And they rattled off a few features that Exchange just doesn't have. And I thought, this is fantastic. And they're just simple things. Well, I'll give you one example that I remember. There were a number of other ones which I can't remember, but there is one that stuck. And that is, in the calendaring part of Exchange, you can't add a note to, your, to a day, if you like, like your daily notes, if you like, or daily things. Not a to-do list and not an appointment, but just a little free text note. You just can't do it. Mm-hmm. The only workaround is to add a or to create an all-day event and mark it as free, which is just really clumsy and not very tidy. So just the little things like that. And there were a whole heap of these things that this this person was telling me about Lotus Notes. It actually sounds pretty good. Wow! But yeah, I don't know if I I don't know why they're charging. That's the the thing I don't get. Because yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing about Lotus Notes. It's never been. <laughs> it's always been expensive and very closed. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's very Unless expensive. you actually have it, it's in, impossible to use. You, there's no other tool to get in to do something with Lotus Notes unless you own Lotus Notes. So if, unfortunately, you're attempting to do something for a client who has Lotus Notes and you don't have Lotus Notes, you have to be on site to do damn well anything. It's not like with a lot of the others where you can get, you know, an open source tool or you can get one of the, the download the SDK to do some development to then deploy. It's, yeah. Well, it is out there. Apparently, more than half of the Fortune 100 companies use IBM collaboration technology that includes Lotus Notes. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's used. That's been there. Yeah, that's their, that's their clients. That's their place. They are a, a big business solution. Really big business solution. Really big business mm. solution. They're not your small to medium business solution. They are your big business, big corporate solution. And actually, if you think about it, what's you know twice the price of exchange? I mean, at the end of the day, to those companies, it's a drop in the bucket anyway. Yeah, precisely. So okay. yes, there will be people who use it. No, they won't be the majority of people. Well, I'd like to check it out just to see what it, what, what how it compares for for the at least you know from the user point of view. Mm-hmm. I might pay my three seventy five for a few months and try it out. That's if it's available to New Zealand clients. So probably going to be restricted or something like that. Possibly. Well, we're used to that. Oh, we definitely are. Mope, mope. We suffer through that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> hey, the only other thing I wanted to uh, raise this week is there's been a lot of talk about auction sites and classifieds and how things are shifting a little bit and people are moving away from auctions and going to classifieds and how eBay is, is so dominant yet its interface is so terrible. And I, I had this thought the other week about, do you think that we could do away with these independent auction only sites or classifieds only sites and move them to something like, you know, to existing networks like Facebook or Twitter? Imagine Facebook auctions. Wouldn't, wouldn't that work? You are, I think you're onto something there. There's all of those different, you know, you can play, play all of those different app games. 
by just installing the different apps on Facebook. Why not an auction? I really don't see the need for, for separate auction sites, especially with Facebook being so big. Actually, it doesn't really matter what network it's on. You could even have it so that outsiders can come in and, and, and bid, uh, maybe with some restrictions of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. But even in a closed system, you've still got a huge audience. Yeah, yeah. And you've got identities. Yeah. You could make it multi-platform so that, you, you know, you could use it on Facebook or MySpace or Bebo or whatever the other ones are. I think it's awesome. That's a great idea. I just, it just popped into my head last week. And and now we've released it to the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah. there goes making money off that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can edit this bit out <laughs> and quickly paint in something or make yes. a, an application. I don't know. But, yeah, it's just a thought. And, you know, e- eBay's, oh, the, the, the interface they've been trying. You know what I think? It's so big that they're having trouble to keep the interface up to date and new and consistent. It's just, I don't know if you, have you used eBay recently? Uh, no, I haven't looked at eBay recently. I haven't sold I have looked at the New Zealand's, in, you know, trade me. I've looked at trade me recently. Done my dreaming over buying a boat. Buying as a I boat? Sometime. Yep. What's all my about? dream? Owning a yacht. Oh, nice. Yep. We, you know what we could do? We and could I do. Could Captain Brett. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We could do the boys of tech. <laughs> Live on the boat. We could. <laughs> How, that would Boys be awesome. Tech coming to you live from Wellington Harbour. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we could, you know what? We could have kind of a like a, a sort of a an evening, make an evening out of it. You know, have have a few cocktails and so on, and and do and invite you know people on the boat, and you know. Hmm. <laughs> well, if we make some money out of the the auction add-on. We can buy the Boys of Tech boat. <laughs> yeah, right. You're on. Let's do it. <laughs> right after this, I'm going to get coding for this uh, Facebook auctions application. In fact, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I haven't actually looked. There could be something out there. There could already be. Anyway, there's a thought for you. And look, that is it for this week, Brett. I really struggled to, to think of some stories uh, for this week because not a lot happened. Ah, come on, world. Give us something to talk about. Well, we could talk about tsunamis and earthquakes and, and things, but... We could talk about, well, in a New Zealand story, we could talk about the failure of the SMS text warning system, the tsunami alert system, which sent the tsunami alert two hours after the tsunami was scheduled to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Yay! Go the New Zealand SMS alerting system. Yes. <laughs> well, that's useful. So they've got some work to do on that. Just a little bit of work, yeah. Having said that, the, uh, it was a one metre wave here in New Zealand, wasn't it, that we got? The, the, well, no, it was a 40 centimetre wave. It was oh, supposed was it? to be a one metre oh, wave. Oh, it was only 40 centimetres in the end. It was 40 centimetres registered on the East Coast. Whoa, that's a little bit more than the 17 centimetre tsunami that we got from the earthquake uh, down south a month or two ago. Yeah, yeah, a little bigger, but nowhere near as you know monumental as the, the one metre one that had everybody evacuated. Mm. I really do feel for the uh, people in the Pacific Islands, particularly Samoa. Mm. Uh, but yeah, anyway, look, I think we've kind of done tech. Uh, there's, I don't know what else to say about the SMS alerting system, but yeah, you're right. They, there is some work to be done. <laughs> Two hours after the arrival is not particularly helpful. No, definitely not. P.S. <laughs> a tsunami has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are now P.S. underwater. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely work to be to be done there. The other thing I was a bit disappointed. I, I checked with the civil defence website, and there really wasn't much there. It, it talked about the earthquake, and it triggered. It says it's triggered a tsunami alert, and that the alert will remain in place until otherwise notified. And but that was it. There was no keep away from you know the shore, move at least X amount of meters or 100 meters inland etc there's no well, I guess that. it was because they've got different levels of warning and when it first happened it was on like the you know one of the the topper levels it wasn't the massive you know evacuate now run for your lives level but not that long afterwards it was downgraded to just an alert an alert i think is you know one step above everything's fine so it's just it's just be aware yeah it's just it's be not aware. dangerous but be aware so is that why is that because they knew it wasn't it wasn't I think a so. It m- might have been when you when you looked at it because it wasn't that long, you know. It happened and then not that long afterwards it was downgraded. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the reason. But yeah, I, in fact, it had crossed my mind. I, I I was actually when I saw it, I thought, well, maybe it's because it's you know not really a, a great threat. But of course, you don't really know. In fact, they could have said it's now being downgraded, or I don't know. Anyway, there you go. So. What have we done? We've done tsunamis, we've done floods, we've talked about ICANN, we've talked about uh, a new model for downloading music, the pedometer, which can come in handy when you're running from the wave, and Lotus Notes version of a cloud-based email system. Mm. And that's it. That's all we have. That's all we have. We're going to have to send our listeners all away with just 25 minutes worth of, of audio. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll probably be grateful <laughs> <laughs> alright let's wrap this up then thank you very much for listening to episode 37 of the Boys of Tech Brett thank you once again for hosting this with me not a problem it's fantastic and we'll see everyone all again next week for episode number 38 till then take care bye bye see you later